Season 11, Episode 1. The beginning of the end, the final season, titled Acheron Part 1. Or is it a share on? I'm not really sure. But it was the start of the final season, and it was pretty darn good. That makes this Talking Walking Dead. Welcome to it. Myself, Jeff Fisher, and Jason Butchell, and Maximus Fisher. I gotta say, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the heck out of it. Jason? I enjoyed the heck out of it. <laughs> I did. It sounded like they, or it looked like they took our recommendations. I All know. my fears out the window. I was ridiculously impressed, actually. This was a hell of an episode. This was this was really good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I really enjoyed it. Now, uh, we can talk a little bit about uh, how they, uh, you know, they were returned to Alexandria and we got no food and uh, that was what they were after and they're going on missions and we went back and forth between um, between the Alexandria crowd and uh, the crowd that's with um, in the Commonwealth care, yeah. so to say. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, the beginning was, was pretty good. Storming uh, that military base. Yeah. Storming the military base was a fun watch and no dialogue, no dialogue at the very beginning to the open of the show to the, the literally open of the show. No dialogue. It was pretty good. Yeah. I I'm sure Max knows, knows the, or could answer this, but I, I don't know if they've ever done sleeping walkers. Have they? I don't remember. They, they kind of have done it previously, but they actually said this on the show that comes on after, and hey, it actually came on after, that comic readers got a treat out of it because in the comics they mentioned there are two types of walkers, roamers, which we always see, and then lurkers, where if there isn't anything around, they just shrivel up, basically, until like something's around. And we've seen those before. We've seen plenty of those where you know they just kind of, they're out in the middle of the woods with no, no stimulus, and they're just there. Yeah. And uh, but I don't know that we actually have seen, uh, you know, where they have a <laughs> they've got uh, you know a hundred walkers that they're dropping into. I mean, really, what could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, and that was a lot. That was a pretty big risk dropping in amongst all those walkers for MREs. Those are not right. good. <laughs> <laughs> they are when you don't have anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess I've yeah. I've had MREs. I know you have. I've had a couple. They're they're yeah. Yeah, I I had some for like six months straight, and uh, they back you up a little bit. They don't do you well. So uh, <laughs> I could feel their pain as that was you know assuming that's all they're going to be eating for the foreseeable future. I mean, look, they they're on the hunt for food, man. They got to eat, right? That's the number one the number one thing. You need water. You need food. You got to survive. That was a really interesting twist too, where. The, th- the thing breaks with the duffel bag and everybody thinks, oh, okay, now we're going to have the duffel bag hit a walker and everything stops. Daryl grabs it, but it, the rope cuts him and then that's what wakes the walkers up. <laughs> yeah, the drop yeah. of blood was good. Yeah, it was good. You you knew the production value. I mean, the production value of that entire scene was just amazing. You Absolutely. knew you were in something pretty special. That Even that opening scene on Daryl's back was just... Yes. Oh, yes. that shot was great. 
so great. Yes, absolutely. But you know, it's what's crazy is how proficient our group has gotten. I'm talking about in the marksmanship, you know, proficiency. Because they don't miss ever. It don't matter if it's bow and arrows from an elevated position down at an angle, or if you're throwing freaking knives like all the way across a warehouse. (laughs) (laughs) He was Daryl was throwing knives down from the top through a hole in the uh, ceiling into a warehouse. I don't know how far that was, and never missed a shot. Never missed a shot. It was awesome. (laughs) It was almost like it's not real. It's almost like that, though. It's not. I love. I, I love one look that that I don't know if a lot of people notice this, but during that warehouse shootout where where they pick up like the AKs and they start firing, everybody like kind of has these this worried look on their face, and then it pans to Carol, and she just has this calm look on her face, like she doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. I would have. I'm gonna relish this moment because Max often corrects us. Those were not AKs. Uh, oh, those were M4s. So, I apologize. Uh, yes. Wow. <laughs> you yes. I just want to point. I got one. I don't I, want to I point. Apologize. I got I will, one. I will completely admit when I am wrong. I apologize. Yeah. You, will you completely admit it? Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and then we did. got. Uh, well, then we of course go to the uh, the Commonwealth uh, crowd, and uh, that was a fun ride actually. The Commonwealth, uh, especially in the beginning when they're questioning them all. And they do the roundabout through all the questions. That was fun. Yeah. Um, I was waiting for the king to snap. I, I, I just knew I know. It too. And sure enough, he's the first one. I, I didn't, I was like, it's either going to be the king or the princess. I'm not sure, but princess is probably too freaked out. And yep, right on cue. And I thought that was like a really cool scene. He's just like, I did too. Where he, where he just lashes out on Mercer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, is, is there, is that like a legit comic character as well? Yes. Mercer is the head of security at the Commonwealth. And is he a pretty big douche? Yes, he 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 gets he gets a little bit of he's Negan-ish in the douchey but nice guy sense, but not the Negan sarcastically thing. That's all Negan. Interesting. I thought that they really nailed just the creepiness of the whole thing. You know, like oh, the definitely. reprocessing, whatever the heck that means. Right. I, uh, I don't know. It definitely seems freaky. Right. And it was fun to have them all answer, you know, the the different questions and where they're from and their education and what they did before. And that was fun. Yeah. It was fun to see that. I would have liked to have seen actually all of them go through that. It would have been fun. I, I like the uh, what zip code did you live at? And she's like, who the heck can remember that? And it's flashed right to Eugene where he's like, well, a 1978. Yep. And one of them was actually here in DFW. Was it? Yeah, the seven six two four four, bro. He didn't uh, say that though. Yeah, he did. He did. I didn't catch that. We talked about it, dude. <laughs> okay, well, I guess. <laughs> oh, that must have been about the same time you were, you know, admiring the AKs. AKs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that you know, that was fun there, and it was also once uh, they were, we had the group in with the Commonwealth. It was really good to see. Um, how, you know, like you said, the king went off because you knew it was going to be him or princess, but how princess is so on top of who everybody is and what they do and their schedules. And she, you know, it's like she's not paying attention, but she sees it all really good. Really good. This episode made you even a bigger fan of princess. It did. I'd love to see her with Negan. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I, I did like how they kind of showed that. She almost has like a superpower, yeah. you know, of uh, perception. You know, that's, that's her superpower. That's stay alive, man. Pretty cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that too. That's dope. And then uh, when we get to, uh, then we go back to, uh, you know, Negan and Maggie and Daryl and the crowd as they're making their way through, you know, a hurricane and have to end up into the subway tunnels. Um, it was it was really strange how they didn't show all who was going to go until they hit the road. And so it was weird that they're treating Negan like crap. It really kind of ticked me off. Yeah. Yeah. C- can I back up for just one second on? Yes. W- but so when they were deciding on if they were going to do that up, even right so off. Um, it's like so Maggie completely is doing it's it, you got to You got to give it to her because it's very a dual purpose what she wants. And everyone Correct. knows it. They know that, uh-huh. you know, they need the food, which they do. But they yeah. also know that Maggie wants revenge yeah, badly. Yeah. And they're kind of boxed into a corner. I think it was interesting how the group split because you had um, Rosita Honey, like saying, nah, I ain't going. And what's his name? One arm guy. What's his name? Aaron. Uh, yeah, yeah Aaron. that dude. Um, they, they know. They're like, oh, yeah, yes, we have to do this. But we know what you're doing, Maggie. You're doing this as a big revenge <laughs> thing. So I just thought it was interesting. They're stepping off, you know, doing this, knowing full well. Yeah, them staying in Alexandria. And then yeah. when they were in the storm, no one was listening to him. Like, hey, we need to hunker down. And then. Yeah, you know, so, yes, I agree with you, both of you. And Jeffy, your point is valid that like, why are you going out of your way to be a douche to Negan? Right. I mean, you, you have him come along. You know the deal. You know why Maggie's got him along there. We well, all know. That. Other than the map thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, Maggie's just fooling herself if she doesn't, you know, if she's not doing it in the well. I mean, the rest of them are fooling themselves. Negan isn't fooled. And really, Daryl isn't either. I mean, he's, you know, he's just being a douche. Oh, we're all of a sudden friends. No, we're just trying to save each other's life here. Yeah. It's like every time he had a just a comment, he was like, oh, you're trying to run stuff. I'm like, he's just right. a comment. He's not right. ordering anyone to do anything. And it's honestly, like, he was right a lot of the time. Like, yeah, there every was a time. reason that I was in charge, douche. Yeah. Ah. So <laughs> that, that was my, okay, so that was my biggest, like, thing that irritated me about the episode is how they were treating him. I'm not saying he deserves to be treated awesome. It just didn't seem natural. I was like, no, what? Like, I think, because Daryl kind of was leaning up on Negan a little bit, like loosening up on him after the Whisperer War. Then Maggie came back. Mm-hmm. Right. And then Carol wanted to get him out of there because she figured out what was going to happen. <laughs> Remember in the Here's Negan episode? Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I get that they're kind of torn. You know, I found it interesting too that the uh, episode, you know, they, that they air before they always air the previous episode before the new episode each week on AMC, and the episode that they aired was not the Here's Negan episode. They aired the final episode of the regular season, not yeah. the extra six. Yeah. That was interesting because it took them it took our group getting uh, arrested at the Commonwealth was the final was the ending of the actual season right which i was actually fine with because i thought those yes. extra bonus episodes are kind of stupid anyway i know uh, they should have all been just uh the going back to negan's life actually would have been a lot better yeah 
but they, you know, I missed the call, so they went ahead and did what they wanted to do. Fine, without me. <laughs> that's it's okay. Then Whatever. there was there was the scene specifically where he's where they're in the metro station, and then they they see the tracks, and they're like, okay, Negan, what's down this way? And then because he knows the DC area, that's where he lived, and they were, and he was just like, I don't think it's a good idea to go down there. <laughs> and then Maggie's just like, well, you don't want to go down there? No, I don't. <laughs> no. See, yeah. I don't I don't like how they're doing this that that like I can't really complain because it was a good episode. But if my hopes as a fan was that they would recognize Negan as like this total badass. So they kind of come do like a I don't know, an uneasy truce or treaty. Yes. That's what I two. thought that's what I thought was gonna happen. And you take him out when you need to unleash some badassery. That, yes. That's what happened. So I wanted to see him just going cough, going crazy, you know, just kicking some total tail. Uh, he doesn't have to be leading anything. They don't have to be overly douchey towards him. Just just recognize that that's his value. You know, that's what I mean? his role. And if someone else comes up, you just kind of everybody just eyeballs Negan and he goes, I got it. <laughs> right. Exactly. I got it. Yeah. yeah but, but they're the, totally the, setting it up to get rid of him, it seems like. And oh, it sucks. I know. The, the thing is, too, like. When we're down there, we see that mass grave, and then the kid almost died. He saved the kid, and then the kid's just like, he's a dick, but he has a point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then they disappear. We're, as long as we're down in the uh, down in the tunnels, and we have the mass grave, and we know it's trouble, right? I mean, that's just, it was just really kind of dumb to continue on. Um, you know, that was that was Maggie being dumb. <laughs> yeah. Going against the her brains, really. Which is and, she, it was the it was the typical horror movie like yes. uh, except you know, Negan syndrome. called it out. We're like, what? Are, why are you walking into that dark room alone? No, right. don't do that. That noise is God telling us, "Don't go there. We're gonna <laughs> yeah. die." That, that was a good line from Gabriel. Going, I think he would have passed it by me first. <laughs> that was good. And we also, uh, I will say that uh, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little hurt. Uh, I'm a little hurt that it took this long to finally get uh, Walker. It <laughs> uh, uh, seemed to be along uh, the lines of myself. I thought you just didn't tell us. And I was waiting for a text <laughs> like, yep, that was me. <laughs> and he was formidable it, too, man. He it, didn't go down very easily. You know, oh, but, yeah, uh, come to think of it, it was me. And uh, <laughs> I didn't want to say anything till now. I'm breaking the news right no, now. I know, I'll I get just the, IMDb, the IMDb page ready. No, I, I, I just realized that, no, it couldn't have been Dad, only because is all these walkers, they had their throats slit. They didn't make noise. Even if he was part of that mass grave, his would be the only one that still made noise. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say it's interesting. You know, I got a, I talked a little bit about this on uh, my daily podcast, Chewing the Fat, about the email that I got from a lady who was an extra on some of these uh, Walking Dead shows. And she talked about being there and being tested for COVID, you know, as they were working. And she was um, saying that she was going to get her COVID test. And she thought Rick was there because his stand-in was there getting a, you know, a COVID test with the rest of the actors. They have to be tested whenever you have to travel or go anywhere on these sets. We're all aware of the, the way that is in today's world. But she thought it was Rick at first and then realized it was the stand-in. And he said that he'd been working on all the shows, on all the shows, on Walking Dead, on World Beyond, and on Fear. So, you know, the original thought is that he, they're bringing him back. Right. I mean, we have talked a lot about that on this show that 
that needs to happen, right? I mean, the audience needs to remember Rick and needs to remember what this group was and what they're fighting for to for anything less than to just set up the movies if they're still going to do them, which they I'm beginning they to question. But um, I know they said they're working on the script and it's just they haven't started filming yet. And I, I feel like those movies are getting farther and farther away from actually happening. But it got me thinking also that if he is Rick's stand in, that means that he's a regular worker on dead. Right. So when they have shows that have massive amounts of walkers and all those walkers that got killed last night. If one of those was a Rick stand-in, we would know it. You know, you don't the guy with the with the neck cut and the eyeballs out <laughs> that we stick a knife in his head. That could have been the Rick stand-in too. We just don't know it. Yeah, right. But I mean, it does give us at least a little bit of hope. And it does. It makes total sense. Like, why would you not go out with a bang like that for the final I season? I know. And and bring continuity continuity to the other shows yes. uh, as well. I mean, if he did like even if he just did two or three episodes, small time, you know, and and walking, and then same in fear, and same in the spinoff that yeah. shall not be named. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we world, named it already. No, we it's <laughs> world beyond. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's right. It makes it does make a lot of sense. And would work great for the shows. So then we get to the uh, the closing uh, couple of scenes of the show, which were awesome. And I think, uh, you know, of course, as they are running from the walkers in the tunnel, uh, trying to get away. And, uh, you know, really smart move on Daryl's part is he's chasing after dog. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Um, <laughs> well, that dog. What are we talking that about? That dog does mean a lot to him. I know, but. We're going to chase after him at when we're being chased by walkers. I, I don't know. That just didn't seem right. But okay. So Daryl chases after dog and the rest of the crowd finds a, a cable car, to, a, a train car to go climb up and hide in. And it's at the very end where Maggie is looking like she's going to fall down and she's looking for Negan for help. Now, if you're like me and me, you figured. Negan was going to help her. Figured he was. Yeah. You just think, oh, okay, he's going to stand there and then this will kind of lead her to being a little more forgiving of him. And maybe he still does. Maybe, you know, they, the ending was, you know, him looking at her and her looking at him. And then he goes away. He turns away, right? Like he's not going to help her. And maybe the beginning of next week's episode, he comes back and helps her. But I don't think so. Didn't they show in like a preview that he said she was right behind me or something yeah, like that? Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think so. And when you look at, and I don't know that she makes it. You think they'll kill off Maggie? I don't know. Look, all I know is she's on Talking Walking Dead, the show that follows the show next week. Okay, that usually does, you know, sometimes means death. And the description for next week's episode is Maggie's mission team. Maggie's mission takes the team through a subway tunnel. So it doesn't say Maggie. It's fun. It's worded Maggie's mission. Hmm. Ah. I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I look, don't, I don't I'll, I'll be that. honest with you. 
boy, I would be really bummed if she were to go away. That <laughs> would be sad. <laughs> really? I don't know. I'll let her go. I don't like I like having more of the chord group there. Yeah, so. I do too. And it was it was actually interesting. We actually got a Glenn mention. We haven't had that in a while. Oh, that was awesome too. Negan slapped her in the face with that, man. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, I don't you know, I I don't I don't think she's dead. I, I think what I'm guessing is Daryl probably, since we don't really know how far he got, somehow comes to save the day. I, I don't know. But uh, I, I was just kind of pissed that they had Negan do that. I I just I don't know. So man. was he? He was when they asked Jeffrey him about Morgan. it. He was he said that he called. He said, "Well, that was one of my phone calls to Angela when I was reading the script. Uh, like you know, I wouldn't do that. Right? We're trying to turn that around. Good. And then yeah. he said. Uh, and then he said. Then he read the rest of the script and agreed with Negan. <laughs> That's right. what he said. He so, said. He said the, he called her. And then he read the rest of the script and agreed. Right. And, and of course, obviously, that's because that's the way they did it, right? Whether he, whether he agreed or not, that's what they did in the show. So, uh, you know, he has to live with it. But so what happens then? So if she lives, we don't kill her off. If she lives and they finally catch up with the team, she knows that he let her hang out to dry. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, that's <laughs> if she's still alive, that's pretty bad. Yeah. And I can't see Daryl forgiving that. No way. And, the, and, and Maggie's guy that's eight feet tall isn't going to forgive him. Yeah. You know, the big brother isn't going to forgive him. I don't know, man. It I don't like I don't like where this conversation's headed. I know. <laughs> I know. I, Negan is technically on borrowed time now because. Jeffrey Dean Morgan even said he thought at this point Negan wouldn't be in the show. He didn't. He thought they would go the comic route and just Negan walks off and you never see him again. Yeah, I just don't think they can because there's just not that many interesting characters left. Right. Right. There's not at all. I mean, we need the show needs Negan. No question. Because we're still worried about. I mean, Maggie is fine. Okay, fine, whatever. But Carol and Daryl are, and they're not leaders. You know, I was thinking about this. They're not really leaders. You know, Rick was a leader. That's what made us like Negan, that he's a leader. You know, even all the evil people that were, you know, against our group were, they're still leaders. They're strong characters, man. They know that's why they got to where they, where they were. So to lose that, that's a force to be reckoned with. And that hurts the show a lot. For sure. And so then we had uh, the Dingleberries back at uh, back at the Commonwealth with uh, the Wall of Picks as uh, Yumiko and uh, the rest of them sneak out as they taking each other to the reprocessing as they sneak out of the out of the Commonwealth and then as they they finally make it and then they see the Wall of Pictures and they're going to decide not to go. Come on now, that is a com that is a comic uh, line through where they were. I believe they were actually trying to get out and because they didn't know what the heck was going on. And then Michonne was looking at the wall of missing people and sees her daughter. So they're using that line, that, that storyline with Yumiko seeing her brother. So they'll stay for that. You know? Okay. So you can change it up. You can change the plot up that much, but you can't write Negan into a better role. Come on, come on. Right. Kang, what are you doing over there? 
<laughs> well, at least he's here instead Thank of you. hanging out in the cabin by himself, with, where we never see him again. Yeah, yeah but then, he has to. Well, he has to be. But then our worry is they're pushing him into that cabin in the next few episodes. That's my worry. And by the way, uh, when Negan was in the cabin, Rick was still alive. <laughs> uh, Rick was still around in the comic books. If you want to get down, if we're if we're picking brass tacks, uh, <laughs> Rick was still around. So we, we didn't need that strong character because we are we had another one. So anyway, uh, we'll see. It'd be interesting to see. I'm, I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to see. We got the Acheron two, and we'll see what happens to our crowd. We'll see if uh, Maggie kicks it or if they uh, if she lives. Maybe they. Maybe her and Daryl break off and they don't realize uh, exactly what happened. We we heard, saw the preview where Negan says she was right behind me. Maybe they all think she's dead and they go on and they meet up later. And by that time, Negan has saved the day with the rest of the crowd. So it doesn't matter what Maggie thinks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I, my interest has peaked. Because I know, especially especially hearing Jeffrey Dean Morgan's response on that was, you know, he agreed with what, you know, leaving her out to dry after reading the rest of the script makes me think that since we already know Maggie is doing this, at least for half uh, selfish reasons. Right. Maybe it's even more selfish than we think. And there's something else going on. Oh, right. That would be that would be that'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now we can we can only hope. (laughs) So we have, uh, you know, it's good. To, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good to have yes. Walking Dead back, no question. And uh, for sure, at least with this episode and the next episode, it appears that uh, they are doing right by the show, and that makes me happy. Yeah, same here. That makes me happy. So uh, thanks for listening. Anything else? Or are we good to go? Um, oh yeah, the dog was in the intro, and where the pikes were in the intro, they replaced them with Commonwealth soldiers. Interesting. Oh yeah. So that that is interesting. And the Commonwealth soldiers, I love how really (laughs) when when you hear uh, what's her face? You know, what's her face? Princess. When you hear Princess talk about the differences in them, you really can see the differences in the soldiers. You know, I know they're wearing the same uniforms and everything, but, you know, you realize that they do look a little bit different in their soldiers, in their uniforms and how they act in them. So it's it's nice to be able to, you know, have her point them out. So we'll be looking that's more to uh, more to look at the next time we head to the Commonwealth crowd anyway. So uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Talking Walking Dead. Jason Buttrell, Maximus Fisher and myself, Jeff Fisher. Be sure to subscribe to Chewing the Fat so you know when this show uploads. And if you're listening to this without being a subscriber, what are you doing with your life? Thanks for listening to Talking Walking Dead. Thank you.